Hi, floppers. Before we start our regular nonsense, we wanted to make sure you knew the Flophouse is going on a four-city West Coast tour this January. It's the Flophouse Errors Tour, the biggest event in pop culture entertainment this year, probably. You can see us in Vancouver on Wednesday, January 24th at the Rio Theater, in Portland on Thursday, January 25th at the Aladdin Theater, in San Francisco on Friday, January 26th at Cobb's Comedy Club as part of San Francisco Sketchfest, and in Los Angeles on Sunday, January 28th at the Regent Theater. For tickets, go to flophousepodcast.com slash events. Again, that's flophousepodcast.com slash events. The Flophouse Live. It's like the podcast, but you can smell us. And now, without further ado, our regular nonsense. Hey, everybody. Welcome to The Flop House, the Flop House podcast. That is a podcast in which we normally watch a bad movie and then talk about it. But today, that's not what we're doing. This episode, it's an alternate week. So instead, we are doing a Flop House mini. That's where we can do kind of whatever we want. We're not fixed to one specific movie. We can talk about a topic. We can play a game. We can yeah. solve the world's problems. And I thought I'd like to do a little it's thing. It's where kids I, can be a kid. It is, it's where kids can be a kid. Adults can be adults. The elderly can be the elderly. Yeah. I think that covers everybody, Yeah, be right? yourself, man. Yeah, be yep. yourself. Unless yourself is a dick, in which case, be a better person don't. than yourself. Yeah. 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 Don't, don't do that. Yeah. So that's what this episode is all about is who are you going to be? Dan, you've got some problems. We're going to help you make them better. Oh, Just okay. That's, okay. Not we're doing. that's not what we're doing. Although becoming a better person is in the spirit of the season. That's right. This mini episode is coming out right before Christmas, also known as Xmas. And if you're mm-hmm. sexy, triple Xmas. Or if you're Vin Diesel, I guess, triple Xmas. Uh, so I figured. Yes. X versus Severness. Xmas versus sexy. <laughs> Xmas versus Severness. Xmas versus Sever. Uh, so. Since it's coming out right before Christmas, I thought, who better than the only Jewish member of the podcast mm-hmm. to take the reins of Santa's sleigh and run yeah. the show for the episode? Great. Uh, growing up as a Jewish kid, the only way I learned about Christmas was through the movies and TV specials. The movies. And also regular <laughs> Christmas episodes of shows mm-hmm. and the decorations in stores and also yeah. the decorations on public city property. Oh, yeah, and also every song playing on the radio all the time. Yeah. And also the songs they made us sing in school. Again, public schools funded by uh-huh. the yeah. yeah. Basically, there was no escaping Christmas. But for the purpose of this episode, let's stick to the idea that movies are what taught me about Christmas. Mm. Uh, guys, here's the thing about Christmas movies. Tell me, what, tell me what's, what are the things that um, you would find in a normal Christmas movie? What comes to mind when I say Christmas movie? You well, you gotta have you gotta have a Nakatomi Plaza <laughs> and a John McClane. <laughs> um, you gotta, you gotta have you gotta, that. You gotta have you gotta have Shane Black behind the camera. Um, what what comes to mind? Like, I mean, like, there's all the normal trappings of Christmas. You know, you got Christmas trees and Santa mm-hmm. and whatnot. So there's that. That's when stuff. Admiral Akbar says it's a trappings of Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, thematically, what's in Christmas? I mean, usually it's uh, you know. Someone learns a lesson about something. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. learns a person. lesson about something. I'll tell you what they don't learn a lesson about, though, unless they're watching, I guess, the, the Charlie Brown Christmas special, is they don't tell you much about Christmas. They don't tell you much about you're actually celebrating Christmas. They tell you what Christmas, Christmas time is all about, Charlie Brown. They tell you, like, that's, that's a whole point. There's a part where someone, where Lattice gets in the spotlight no, saying, and tells you exactly one thing, that. In that. I'm saying in that one thing, they oh. do. But in most Christmas movies, they do not do that. I figure yeah. there's, there's kind of two kinds of Christmas movies. 
the family get together where there's mishaps of some kind. The two yeah. Christmas stories, jingles all the way, Christmas with the cramps. Or is it, uh, with the, the cranks. The cranks. I don't know. Christmas with the cramps. Four, is, four Christmases, is, I assume. I've never four, seen it. But. Maybe at least two of those four Christmases. Or yeah. there's the Christmas movies where there's come down some kind of supernatural force that teaches someone yes. a lesson. The Santa Claus, mm-hmm. the family man. I assume Elf. I've never Miracle seen it. Miracle on 34th Street. Yeah, Miracle Gremlins. on 34th Street. Yeah, exactly. Gremlins. Uh, there's also, now that there is a third kind, the Hallmark Christmas movie, but that's its own thing. I don't want to get into that. That's like, yeah. Hallmark is like Monster Island or North Korea. It's like a closed system cut off from the rest of the world that follows its own rules. And yeah. Yeah. I don't want, so see, so here's the thing. And and you'd uh, be you'd be silly to try and claim that you are some kind of expert on Hallmark Christmas movies. There I are plenty be, of other other people who are better at that. Yeah. Than us. That, that I know personally. There's at least one yeah. that I know personally that I'm friends with. Uh, and so, if you have any questions about Hallmark Christmas movies, please direct them to Alonzo Duralde. Uh, yeah. Don't ask me because I won't know the answer. Uh, yeah. Just so, send him a letter with all your questions. Mm-hmm. So if I was going to say- Address to the North Pole, <laughs> where Alonzo lives. Where he lives all year round. Uh, the, it's, um, it seems like Christmas movies are about, like these are the things you learn from Christmas movies. It's, it's important to be with your family, right? It's better yeah. to be a good person than a rich person that shows up in Christmas movies. That yeah. Santa is magic. Uh, that Christmas is some kind of universal force that all people of all yeah. religions are buoyed by this time of year. It's just don't, general jeer and Don't kill dollars. yourself. Your life was- Life had meaning. Yes, that's that the Christmas message. tells you your life has meaning, and also that uh-huh. suicide rates go up around the holidays. Uh, that's something that mm-hmm. Christmas movies tell us. Um, but they're not really about Christmas, right? By these uh-huh. standards, the greatest Christmas movie of all time is probably Groundhog Day, which teaches you those same lessons, but without all the Christmas crap getting right, in, right? Without like okay, a Santa. Okay. I mean, there's a Groundhog Day. So you're but, you want you want to put. The Christ back in Christmas is what you're saying, Ellie. Exactly. You are. That's, That's what he's what trying I'm to saying. do, yeah. It's time to put, and I don't want to make, it's not Christmas. It should be Moss Christ. We need Moss Christ in these movies. Oh, and so I, see. I don't oh, yeah. know the story. So can you guys tell me, uh, if I, I might be wrong. So Christmas is essentially like a worldwide gender reveal party, right? Or is, is that, am I wrong? What's the, tell me the Christmas story. What's Dan. the main story of Christmas? Uh, I mean, I guess, yeah, I guess the, I mean, yeah, I guess, she gets the vision right. She's like told she's gonna have a son, so that kind of is like a gender reveal. Like, I mean, we're celebrating the birthday, you know. Yeah. So what? Tell who's getting born. Tell me about it. Yeah. Oh, you know, my man JC. <laughs> He's uh, <laughs> oh yeah, Jim Carrey. The long hair and a lot birthday. of wild ideas. Um, yeah, so Jim Carrey, long hair and wild ideas. Yeah. <laughs> and thus saith the Lord unto the shepherds: Somebody stoppeth me. <laughs> okay. uh, there's a dad, Joseph. <laughs> there's a mother, Mary. I mean, the okay. d- dad is dad is the adoptive father. Of course, God is the is the father. Father. This is not the clearest story telling no. of the Christmas story. Oh, are we gonna pretend like people don't under- know what the Christmas story is? Let's not worry yeah, about it. Let's gotta, just go on to the bit. Okay, forget about it. Let's go. To yeah. The bit. I thought Christmas movies don't really tell you the Christmas story. So, I, for people who need to know it, even the movie called A Christmas Story. It's not the Christmas story. It's just a Christmas story, you know? Uh-huh. Um, and so I thought, let's make a Christmas movie that actually tells the story of the nativity. It's got to hit all the tropes of a classic okay. Christmas movie, or as many as we can shove in, but we're going to tell that story. So first- okay. And this whole episode's TM the Flophouse. It, yes, yeah, very this much whole episode's so. yeah. TM the Flophouse. TM also, and copyright. Don't steal the I just, I just realized that we recorded the episode that's going to air after this. 
uh, before we recorded this one, and that one was the one that explained that I'm hopped up on cold meds. So if you're wondering what what's going on, that's part of it. Dan, so we, Dan we, is Dan is uh, is on cold meds. As a preview has, for next he, next week. Yeah, and that's why he is making less sense and having trouble remembering what we're talking about and things hey. like that. <laughs> I see what you're doing. <laughs> Normally, his mind is like a steel trap. Yeah, uh, that, that breaks well, all the time. It's kind of a rubbery trap, which in a way is kind of nice because it doesn't break. You know, like the yeah. the, the 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 bamboo bends. You know, whereas the oak tree snaps. Yeah, uh, hell yeah, dude. This is the diamond tap yeah. talking. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is, the, this is yeah. we, we're getting some Robitussin talking right now. Um, <laughs> please, please, Sifu, explain your ways. <laughs> <laughs> So, so the first thing we need for Christmas movie is I figure we need a stressed out adult who needs a dose of Christmas cheer, needs to learn a lesson. And I wanted to pitch to you guys, what if the Virgin Mary, she is a hard driving career woman. She has no time for her family. She has not even had time to have sex with her husband. She is married and still a virgin. She's so busy with her job. She doesn't have time for this. What is her job? What do you think her job would be? Again, this is biblical times. So maybe, maybe she runs an art gallery, but it's a, but it's a biblical <laughs> art gallery. Yeah, so wait, I mean it's so, and I our gallery. She, I think she works for a magazine. Okay, that sounds great. She or, works for a magazine, or she's a, or she's like a an ed, a book editor or something. Wait, are, are we just writing baby boom? Is that what's happening right but now? But it's Christmas, Dan. But oh, it's, it's Christmas. Christmas yeah, baby, baby boom. boom is essentially baby boom is maybe the best version of the Christmas story I've seen. Right, like it's yeah. a woman who gets a baby dropped on her. She doesn't yeah. know how it happened. Yeah, the yeah. baby is has healing powers and outwits the Pharisees at the and the rabbis at the at the temple. You know, um, mm-hmm. that happens to baby boom, right? All I remember about baby boom is it starts out about as a comedy, you know, about this woman who, like, this hard-driving queer woman who gets a baby she, you know, hadn't bargained for. And then, like, halfway through the movie, it seems to forget that that's what the movie's about and just sort of turns into, like, this, I think, like, half-romance, half-office intrigue movie. And it's like, wait, wasn't this about you getting a baby? Well, that's kind of like how uh, we we, uh, we recently did a live show. <laughs> I where called we talked it by about a character's ma- name. Yeah. Sorry, let's go on. The, uh, the, the, uh, there's a we recently did a live show about three men and a baby, and that's a similar movie where they get a baby, and then the movie is like, uh, we're not interested in this anymore. Yeah, what if they, had to, the what if they were involved in drugs? What if there were a drug heroin smugglers? smuggling plot? <laughs> anyway, uh, back so, to the movie. Sorry. Okay, so Mary, so she's a she's a book editor. She edits scrolls or tablets, you know, whatever they're whatever kind of books they have at the time. So wait, mm-hmm. is this a is this a period piece? It is yeah, very much a, a period piece. Yeah. Yes. So what the seventies or? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, like seventy. AD. I mean, Jesus would be an old dead man by that point. Sure, uh, yeah. So it, it's a period poet piece. It takes place in the year zero. Uh, okay. And so, uh, so she, so she, she's a job. She's a hard driving book editor. She doesn't have time for a family, even for her mm. own family. Credit sequence. We need a sort of jazzy Christmas theme song to start the movie off right. What does this song sound like? It's got to be jazzy, but it's about Christmas. Uh, it's DJ Jazzy Jeff. Okay. <laughs> the Fresh Prince. We rewrite okay. them. Maybe a little literal, little, but it's all I mean... about Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all about Christmas. And, and can spit us some rhymes? Uh, well, uh, I'm not going to because no one will. I, I will anger the world if I did that. But it should be like you would delight be like the, the, world, f- the Fresh Prince theme. Like they just they should explain the biblical story. Oh, and oh the, yeah, I like and it. And then okay. you see what you're gonna see. This you know, is you tell story them what all you're about see. how the world exactly. got flipped, turned upside down. Yeah. So God by the, decided by the he would coming have a of son. the living Christ, <laughs> it got flipped <laughs> by God. <laughs> he gave to Earth His only begotten Son. Mm-hmm. 
He said, I better find a woman to give birth to someone. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll work on it. I'll work on Suddenly it. Suddenly he doesn't know who this person is. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have to assume God had to find the person first, you know. Uh, no, he said she give birth to someone. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like right. how it came. It was specific, specifically my son. And then he's like, ah, just anybody. <laughs> well, anybody. you know. It doesn't matter. He's a loosey-goosey kind of cool guy. Yeah. He's, he's yeah, roll with the punches. Yeah. As long as yeah. somebody's popping out, it's okay. Well, this is the Christian Bible. He's a loving God. He's like, it's cool, chill. We're all, we're no worries, as opposed to yeah. my God, who's like, did you do one thing you weren't supposed to? I'm flooding the world. Everyone is dead now. You have to clean up all this animal poop in a, yeah. in a boat. Anyway. What a what a diva. <laughs> yeah, they can talk about it. Yeah, real diva. So anyway, uh, so there's some kind of, so we've got the song. That's great. She's mm-hmm. like, my life is perfect. I've got everything I needed. I don't need to worry about She's it. She's from the big city, the which Christmas. is what, like? Uh, Bethlehem. Bethlehem, you know, oh, it's yeah, a big yeah. city, right? Yeah. I mean, it was kind of a backwater city, I guess, but, you know, Jerusalem's the big city. Maybe that's it. She's in Jerusalem. She's got to go back to Bethlehem to visit her family. And that's and that's when this, she's like, oh, I'm dreading seeing my family for the holidays, which in this case would be Hanukkah. There's no Christianity yet. Uh, and she, she, <laughs> yeah. she's like, oh, I got to go back to my, 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 and you know what? Maybe she's not married yet. Maybe Joseph is like her old crush. Who still lives in Bethlehem? He's a carpenter. Mm-hmm. He's, he's like a carpenter. Hot, See, that's the hot thing. Blue yeah. collar guy. Yeah, you know. Maybe he's, he's got, got a little stubble. Yeah, <laughs> oh, for sure. Or a lot Definitely. of stubble. Not a lot of you know working razors. Uh, a, a none. Time. I don't know how they <laughs> shaved with like a seashell or something. <laughs> I don't know how they would have done it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They used uh, it like the the birds and that that would. <laughs> They, yeah, they, they tug <laughs> they on a fucking dinosaur's them. tail and it bites yeah. off their beard. <laughs> like scissors <laughs> the beaks. <laughs> Thou be it a living, uh, you know. Uh, so they, so she's, she's got a, so she's, she's a book editor in Jerusalem. She's editing, you know, the, well, the Talmud's not written yet. I guess she's editing what, um, very, very, the Dead Sea Scrolls or something. And, uh, <laughs> She's like, oh, I got to back, go back home for Hanukkah to Bethlehem. This is going to be a nightmare. Then we get the the jazzy song. She shows up, and then there's going to be some kind of vaguely supernatural force that gets involved in her life and throws things upside down. Now, would this be, is there like a magic wishing star? I know there's some kind of magic star later in the story. Is it a pre-Jesus Santa? Is it, I mean, in the original story, it's an angel, you, you were saying, or something, right? Who tells yeah, her? Yeah, the it? angel visits her and tells her she's going to give birth to a son. And now so this is it angel, one of those, like, crazy angels? It's, like, all legs and eyes and wings I feel like and there's stuff. two ways we can go there. It can either be the, the real Chris biblical angel. angel where it's all— <laughs> or, Okay, three ways. Or it could be Chris Angel who tells, tells her in the, through some street magic that, uh, that— Or it's her angel is, like, the gay best friend. This is, like, the, like, Billy Porter— Character in the in the in the movie, you know, it's yeah. like, like a, a real sassy attitude angel. That would you know? be classic, yeah, yeah. That would be uh, classically problematic. <laughs> <laughs> so, or maybe it's maybe we ha- we split the difference. It is a it's a it's this bizarre creature of wings and eyes and fire that can but do magic, sassy. like Chris Angel, but sassy, exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. hey, girl, <laughs> you got some trouble coming up, and she's like, ah, yeah. ah. Um, and so, what? And the angel tells her, "What you're gonna you're gonna bear the son of God or something." Uh, yeah, what, jeez, Louise, I feel like, it's not like this isn't a story that your, I heard Your parents are going to listen to this episode, year. right, Dan? 
<laughs> your your parents, your dad is uh, a minister of some kind. He's a, he was a minister, then a professor of theology. The thing is, like, I know the broad <laughs> outlines of the story very well, but like when we get into specifics, then like I start worrying that I'm going to say something wrong. Is the problem? It's okay. I mean, this uh, is again, this is a movie. We're adapting the story, and it could be loose. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't have to be close to it. Again, the movies made a version of the Scarlet Letter with, that had a happy ending where they escape uh, an attack by a native tribe and they live happily ever after, which is very yeah. different than the original yeah. book. So don't feel like we need to be. Uh, I mean, also, too, you know, too close to your joint. We just want to give people the more. So of the story what does she do? Does she like sit on a toilet seat or something and get? Well, there's, there's four <laughs> gospels, right? Yeah, God also, used I, the toilet before. <laughs> part of the issue is there's four gospels. Uh, I think only three of them have the birth story, and you know, the, there's accounts vary. You know, okay. like three witnesses, they tell different stories about what happened. I mean, they didn't actually witness; it's passed down by that point. But anyway, I think one of the gospels is more contemporaneous, but for the most part, it's just like three tellings. Of, it's like the, a Rashomon. We'll turn yeah, it into the, Rashomon. The, we'll make it a Rashomon. Yeah, I would say yeah. the cool thing is that Dan, you could just tell us whatever, and we'd be like, "Oh wow, really? Okay, cool." Yeah, yeah I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I didn't learn this stuff when I was a kid. So, okay, what if we, this is a different idea? It's not going to be the one we do more of. We call mm-hmm. it Rashomus, and the the three different gospel writers are arguing with each other over wh- how things happened, uh, and there's no answers. We don't know for sure. Yeah, or maybe I I don't know. Maybe the maybe there's four, and like I know that like. In some, they've got the kings. Others, no kings. You no, know? Dan, you've become a one-man Rashomon. I cannot tell what, what I should take on, on faith from you and what, what You know is- what? I often think of myself as a one-man Rashomon. <laughs> a Rashomon, mystery, he calls himself. Even to myself. I'm like, some days I act like this, but some days I act like this, and they don't seem to be the same person. Yeah. So What's Dan, going on? Mild-mannered Dan McCoy, comedy writer by day, but night becomes Russia man, with the power <laughs> to confuse people with conflicting tellings of the same story. <laughs> Russia man, you defeated the straw man. This is a character who will show up in the other episode we recorded today. Yeah. Russia man, yeah. you, you defeated the straw man. How'd you do it? Well, one way I might have done it is like this, but perhaps it happened like this. Mm-hmm. Russia man, how did you get these powers? Well, I was bitten by a radioactive of uh, radioactive VHS of Clue that had mm-hmm. all the endings. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. Or maybe so, I wasn't. <laughs> or maybe I slept on a choose your own adventure book. Oh, there's so many different ways it could have happened. Uh so how does it turn her so the, this angel, the sassy angel, tells Mary, you're gonna bear the, the son of God's kid girl, mm-hmm. and she's like, Oh no, how is this gonna turn her life upside down? Does she have a big project coming up? Is she up for a promotion? Yeah, is she's she up gonna- for a promotion, right? Damn. Right? <laughs> uh, yeah, promotion to head scroll writer. Love I mean, it. like, she has to go to um, what Judea to wait. No, no, they have to go from Judea to Bethlehem to for the census. So, like, she's in Bethlehem. Census, she went there. We talked about that. She went to go oh, see her family. Yeah, but but that's where the birth goes. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Well, uh, she somehow I don't know. somehow we've managed to make it that she ends up in the place where the story has to happen. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought I thought you were looking for an upheaval that would necessitate this move, but no. But well, so, you're so saying that the move's already happened. The move's already happened. She's gone to I her see. hometown. She ran into Joseph, her old her old crush, who's a hot carpenter. Uh, she maybe there's an old friend of hers who's like Mary. Oh, think you know you changed a lot since you went to the big city. Mm-hmm. And she's like, mm-hmm. oh no, yeah, well, I don't have time for this. I'm too exactly. busy. <laughs> I don't have time for this. I'm supposed to be proofreading these Dead Sea Scrolls so we can get them into the markets. Like a famous a famous rabbi has a book that I need to get. I need to get for my next project. Yeah, yeah. so I can be promoted to 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 judge. 
because they had judges back then, I guess. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, they wrote a whole book about kings. it. Yeah. <laughs> and they wrote a book about kings, too. <laughs> That's, they did write a book about kings also. Um, the... Uh, so, uh, so first, she has to deny the call, right? What Joseph Campbell would call the rejection of the call, but that's going to make things worse. So, how does saying no, I'm not going to give birth to the Son of God, how does that complicate her life? Is she already well, showing signs of pregnancy, a la the Santa Claus? Yeah, see, like that's what I was imagining, like a wacky sort of montage where she's like trying to like push her stomach back in. And uh-huh. She's like, no, so it's like, so it's no, like, and then it uh, pops uh, back out. And like, like to tame, no. kind of. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a funny <laughs> yeah. version of it. A funny version. Uh, well, Teton's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. No. I mean, like this, but like the Santa Claus transformation scenes. You know, you know, like where he tries to shave and his beard comes back. She's yeah, like yeah. denying her pregnancy. She's but. trying to force herself to to like. She's like trying to squeeze a period out to to yeah. show that she's not really pregnant. Or something like that. <laughs> wow. Squeeze a period out. <laughs> and Hallie's not even here to give you cover. No, yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, she's like carrying a bunch of prawn. Fronds. <laughs> I was gonna say palm fronds in front of her stomach. But again, yeah, it's like classic sitcom stuff. It's like She's oh, got grocery a bags in front. Prawn yeah. in front Prime, of her stomach. She got one of those biblical sized prawns. Maybe it's left over from a plague or something. Maybe uh, Leviathan or had babies and they're big prawns. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It turns into the host. And and so and also she's trying to rekindle love with Joseph, right? And she's like, I can't have him see that I'm pregnant, right? So that's why she's doing that. Yeah. Stuff. Okay. This is coming along great. This is really coming along great. I think this movie is gonna be a huge hit. But let's take a break for some ads. Uh let we'll get back to this film. We'll figure out how to wrap this story up. <laughs> let's do some ads right now. Let's do it. Um, hey, where are those ads? Here they are in my email. The spot this the bottom. Alex, <laughs> cut some of that, <laughs> please. please. You don't want Alex to cut out your eminently quotable disposable. <laughs> <laughs> or don't. It could be funny. Who knows? Use your best judgment. But the Flophouse is sponsored in part by Lumi Labs. Our show today is sponsored by Microdose Gummies, almost as good as allergy medicine. Microdose Gummies <laughs> deliver perfect entry-level doses of THC that help you feel just the right amount of good. You know, I've used these things. I don't think it's any secret. I've talked about it on the show, so why would it be? Uh, I find them to uh, make me feel more relaxed. I find them, uh, they help me make my mind a little more elastic and maybe I'm um, not as uh, rigid in my thinking. They're helpful for creative work. They're fun to, uh, occasionally I've had them when I've uh, picked up a pen and paper to draw, and uh, I've always been extra interested to see what comes out. Uh, <laughs> but Microdose is available nationwide. <laughs> to learn more about microdosing THC, go to microdose.com and use code FLOP, that's F-L-O-P, to get free shipping and 30% off your first order. Links can be found in the show description, but again, that is microdose.com, code FLOP. Today's podcast is also sponsored by Squarespace. Squarespace is an all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. Like here, online. Stand out with a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything. Your products, content you create, and even your time. 
Gain powerful insights into who's visiting your site and how they're interacting with your content with our in-depth website analytics tools, including page views, traffic sources, time on site, most read content, audience geography, and more. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, start with a best-in-class website template and customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. So head to squarespace.com slash flop for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code flop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Get online, dude. <laughs> that's that's the new slogan. Yeah. We're floating it in now. We're soft, we're soft opening that slogan. <laughs> Get online, dude. <laughs> We've also got some Flophouse stuff to mention before we get back to the big Christmas hit movie that we're talking about. Uh, Saturday, January 26th, we've got the final episode of this season of Flop TV. Flop TV, the one-hour TV version of the Flophouse, airing live on your computer screen or recorded afterwards if you can't make it. That's Saturday, January 6th at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. We'll be talking about the second worst movie I've ever seen, Nuki. Have you guys seen Nuki before? I've never seen Nuki before. I've never seen Nuki. I oh, well. I downloaded it and had to skim through it for uh, something involving that's involved with my presentation for this episode. And I was like, <laughs> oh, even skimming through it, I can tell this is going to be a rough one. Yep, yep. So hopefully I haven't built it up too much. And then Dan will be like, actually, I liked it. It made me cry a couple times. Uh, <laughs> technically, I think you guys are too hard on movies. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll be talking about that one. Let's see if the boys, uh, by which I mean Stu and Dan, can get through it. That's Saturday, January 6th. If you can't make us on the day, can't make it on the day of the live show, then don't worry. Your ticket gets you access to the recording of the show. And if you have a season pass, you have access to all the recordings of all six episodes through the end of January. That's when we're going to take those episodes down. And the reaction has been so good that I think we'll do another season, but we're going to take some time off before we do that. We're going to wait mm -hmm. to maybe towards the fall. We'll do another one. Uh, but thank you so much for your support, everybody. We hope you've been enjoying it. But let's say seeing us on TV on your computer isn't enough. You want to see us in the flesh, just like the Blondie song of the same name. Well, yeah. good luck to you. You're in luck if you live in one of four cities on the West Coast. We're going on tour. That's right. At the end of January, it's the Errors Tour. Go to flophousepodcast.com slash events, and maybe you heard about it at the top of this episode. But real quick, January 24th, we'll be in Vancouver talking about Cobra. January 25th, we'll be in Portland talking about Cool as Ice. January 26th, we'll be in San Francisco talking about Gili. And January 28th, we'll be in Los Angeles talking about Spawn. It became increasingly inappropriate for me to use that voice for each of the each of the titles. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it's going to be really fun. It's four four shows in almost four nights, so we're yeah. going to get tired and loopy. And these are movies we've never talked about before. In this, you know, we've mentioned them before on the, on the yeah. podcast, but we've never done them. Yeah, I mean, like we're we hang out and talk about, about Cobra when we're just hanging out. Yeah, I mean, we do because crimes the disease and he's the cure. Unfortunately, Isn't that the movie the where he cure. cuts up a slice of pizza with scissors. It is indeed the movie where he cuts up a slice of pizza with scissors. Was he we'll like auditioning for a fucking job at Defara? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, or a Korean barbecue place. They cut things with okay. scissors there too. Yeah, I mean, not yeah pizza, that's true. And uh, so that's gonna go to flophousepodcast.com slash events. Uh, when the when this episode comes out, there'll be you know like a month until these shows, and so get your tickets. They're going fast. Yeah, uh, it's gonna be really fun. We're looking forward to being on the road again. And uh, uh, it's be great. we're we're sorry, Seattle. Look, we've been there before. We'll be there again. I know that. I, I hear you out there. There's you know only so much of us to go around. Yeah. I can't wait to taste another bite of your delicious slew. 
He's a delicious slew. Seattle slew. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a famous racehorse. Anyway, mm. uh, one last thing I want to mention is uh, this episode will be coming out a little bit forward with the last issue of my comic book series, Disney Villains Hades from Dynamite Comics. Issue number five, the final issue, comes out right after Christmas. Please pick it up and get the rest of the series if you haven't seen it yet. It's a mythological comedy heist story starring Hades from the Disney Hercules movies. He gets together a bunch of uh, mythological characters to steal the Golden Fleece. It's super fun. I think you'll enjoy it. Please pick it up at your local comic book store. Last week, The Greatest Generation, the comedy podcast about old Star Trek TV shows like Star Trek The Next Generation, Deep Space Nine, and Voyager, just had its 500th episode. And Greatest Trek, the podcast about the new Star Trek shows like Strange New Worlds, Lower Decks, and Discovery, just had its 250th episode. So whether you have a task that's roughly 750 hours long, or you want to learn about some of the production techniques that go into making one of the greatest franchises in television history, you should give us a try either way. The Greatest Generation and Greatest Trek, the best-reviewed, most-listened-to Star Trek podcasts in the world. They're on Maximum Fun. Cameron Esposito here, comedian and host of Query. Every week I get to interview someone amazing from the LGBTQIA plus community. Some queeros. I chat with them about their lives, loves, careers, and more. I've talked to, you know, giant celebs, Trixie Mattel, Lena Waithe, Tegan, and Sarah Quinn, but also astronauts, reverends, nurses. It's funny, it gets deep, and hopefully it makes you feel like you're part of something. Join me every Monday on Maximum Fun to listen to Query with Cameron Esposito. But now, it's back to making the Christmas classic that I realize we don't even have a title for it. Should we take a break and think of a title for this Christmas movie that tells the story of Christmas in a Christmas movie way? Um, sure. It's called the yep. Greatest Birthday Ever Told. <laughs> okay, that's pretty good. That's okay. pretty good. I like that. That's, that's, that, meet, 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 that defeats mine, which was not your granddad's nativity. Which, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. But also, you, or, I good. wish we could call it Santa Baby, but that should be a movie about a baby Santa Claus, not mm-hmm. a baby Jesus. That's there true. Really a, that's probably the third boss baby yeah, movie. Oh, Honestly, probably, I'm yeah. amazed that that's not in development right now. I'm amazed that you didn't just say that and so your phone rang because <laughs> someone sensed that you had said those words out loud and wanted to yeah, give you money. Yeah, your agents, your agents like DreamWorks called. They, yeah. they need you immediately. They, they said it's a four-alarm emergency. They need you right now to write a movie about a baby Santa Claus. And I'm like, yeah. all right, I'll do it. I guess. I need humanity. that health insurance. <laughs> <laughs> and the health insurance, that too. But except it's an animated movie, so it's probably going to be Animation Guild instead of Writer's Guild. doesn't pay into our health insurance, no residuals. Ugh, terrible. Okay, anyway, so... We're going to need – okay, so now things are not going great for the Virgin Mary, right? She can't get mm. together with her with her crush. Her pregnancy – she can't get back to Jerusalem because and the thing is, she can't travel. Joseph Joseph wants to be a dad, but he's having trouble. Uh, he's shooting blanks, okay? He, yeah. he can't – due to a carpentry accident, he got yeah. a nail – he got spikes <laughs> through his balls or something, and he cannot conceive <laughs> – so he's he really wants to have a kid, but he is nervous about bringing that up around Mary because he's interested in her. Exactly. So uh, she doesn't oh, know that because she's the solution to his problems. She thinks that he's going to shy away when he finds out yeah. that she's pregnant, but she she doesn't realize that that's exactly what he that's wants. That's a much sweeter direction 
that you went in that like this is like that they don't know that they can solve each other's problems. I thought that because he was impotent, he was all the more like distressed by the idea of being cucked by God. But oh, I like, yeah, no, I like no, no. your way of going. And Dan, honestly, there's no shame in being beaten by the best. If you're going to be touched by anybody, let it be <laughs> yeah. the big man, God himself. Yeah, it's either going to be God or Yoda or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those two. The classics. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we, like, yeah, there's no shame to that. I mean, come on. <laughs> No, well, it's God, Yoda, Jabberjaw. I mean, it's all <laughs> And if you get to watch, then it's like the part of it, you know? <laughs> the Mount Rushmore of alpha males. God, oh, yeah, Yoda, you Jabberjaw. Got... There's one slot left. Who's going to take up that slot? Yeah, it's open. Yeah, it's open. Yeah. Somebody can take it. The Noid? I don't know. Uh, no, so, not yet. He's, he's not there yet. No, he's not. <laughs> Yet he's still got to work on it. Um, so yeah, he so he's he's not worried about it. About I was cucked by God is a great uh, is a great title for his uh, for, for his mm. memoir. Also, his but, am I the asshole post about? <laughs> <laughs> he's like I don't know if I can stay with this girl. All right. Uh, so the and it's the kind of thing that to be honest we don't have to deal with very much. But in ancient Greece, husbands had to deal with that stuff all the time. Their wives would come home pregnant and they'd be like, oh, well, Zeus came to me in the form of a shower of gold and mm-hmm. the next thing I knew I was pregnant. You know, uh, Zeus came to me in the form of a swan and attacked me. Oh, boy. Yeah. Like, they had to deal with it all the time. They were constantly yeah. That's the thing. I feel, I feel like public opinion is really turned on Zeus these days. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. yeah, Zeus is not... It's, it's, he's just got a lot of love Zeus. to give. He's, he's got a lot of love. <laughs> no, no. Z- don't even... Zeus, no. the people are like, look, Zeus, Zeus is just has trouble man. with boundaries. <laughs> no, no, Zeus is a criminal. Zeus is a criminal. Yeah. You know, <laughs> anyway, I'm glad that he's he's been canceled and that his although his spot his of course his Sirius XM radio show is still enormous. It's still oh, listened to sure, by hundreds of yeah. millions of people. Yeah, uh, but he feels like he's been canceled. Okay, <laughs> so things are now working out. We're gonna need a set, a montage set to a sad Christmas song here. Joe, Joe Rogan would have loved Zeus, by the way. Oh, oh yeah, you know he would. Also, because Zeus was always lying about his height, telling people yeah. he was five foot eight when he's really much shorter than he that. He would have yeah. a fucking barstool sports show so fast. Yeah, ugh, terrible. You're right, he would. Uh, it's uh, So the, uh, called like Lightning Bro or something like that, mm-hmm. you know? So, Dan, what's this sad montage song sound like? It's about, you know, Mary kind of looking out of windows longingly, Joseph hammering something and then stopping to look up and think, like, what's this song sound like? <laughs> what? See, like, you know, I mean, obviously the classics, I mean, there's a lot of classic sad Christmas songs. Christmas yeah. is a mel- melancholy time, you know? Yeah. Have uh, Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. That's a sad a, Christmas song. Uh, Christmas Time is Here from... Yep, that's a sad one. Seems a little inappropriate to this to this <laughs> situation, but... Yeah, so well, that's what I was... Uh, what if it was like you would find in a trailer, like a slowed down eerie version of something where it's just like, <laughs> yeah. it's the most... Wonderful time. That's the one where Santa Claus is a serial of killer. The year. It's called it's Santa Claus, C L A W S, and it's I like think, Freddy, but he's Santa Claus. Yeah, I think that that movie's coming out. <laughs> oh, is it? Okay. Is yeah, it, something like that. There's two ways to make a Santa Claus movie: either he's a killer or he's a cute cat. What if it's mm-hmm. he's a cute kitty cat? Who kills? Mm, that's, a, that's a great idea. <laughs> yeah. And then it says Mary Catsmiss at the end, you know, and then he kills still, yeah. Yeah, I would love, love it if it just like kept going back and forth between the premises in the trailer. And you're like, I can't tell the tone of this thing at all. Ugh, am I supposed to be a, charmed or horrified? Yeah, is this an adorable for the whole family story or am I supposed to be, you know, it's supposed to yeah, be taboo, is, you know? Yeah, this is the dueling banjos of making a trailer. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> the backstory was the two producers of the film had very different uh, ideas about what the movie should be, so they decided to split it down the middle. Like <laughs> they would, al- they would have alternate days working on the trailer. Yeah, <laughs> they would create the trailer exquisite corpse style, not having seen what came before. <laughs> anyway, it made fourteen dollars in theaters. Mm-hmm. And, uh, sorry, go on. <laughs> Dump to scream, screaming. Dump okay, no, okay. to screaming. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's what Shudder should be called, screaming. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Dan, save it for your tight five minutes about streaming platforms. <laughs> yeah. You think back I'm going to let the, a guy named Max into my house? <laughs> yeah. I heard he was a hobo. Oh, HBO. Never mind. <laughs> so, uh. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> this is. Now that now this is what I wish the mini was about was us doing our standard routines about the names of streaming services. So wait, are you hear this? So HBO Max just became Max. Did Showtime do the same thing? Mm-hmm. No, it's Paramount Plus presents Showtime. <laughs> What's up with that? <laughs> so something big has to happen that forces her to realize she's got to do this thing, right? Like something, and uh, and do, is it like? She and Joseph have to go on the run or something like that. What does the supernatural thing start to get undone and that causes problems? Like, what do you think is what do you think is going to happen? You know, I mean, if this was the real Bible, then if she denied it, then plagues would take place. You know, she'd be swallowed by a giant yeah. fish or something. I mean, this that is kind feel of Christmassy. You know, this was presented to her as sort of a fait accompli. She was like, "You're yeah. gonna, they're gonna, a fait accompli." That's kid. when it's made out of Greek cheese. Ooh, yeah. delicious. Now, like, yeah. I shouldn't. I mean, shouldn't it just be that they're having trouble finding a place to stay? Yes, that's right. You know what? She goes, they're at the big Hanukkah party. She goes into labor. She doesn't want to go into labor in front of her family. She's been lying. And she has to give a big speech. I've been lying right. to everybody. I'm sorry. I lied to you. And she, and Joseph is she like, I'll help you. I'll help you get away. Hide they, in the manger. They have to hide in the manger because mm-hmm. she's so embarrassed and find a place to stay. That's a great idea. That's, that's exactly, and that's the story, right? She's got to find a place it's to easy. give birth. And they end up in a manger. The hotel is full because of the Hanukkah Travel season, yeah, uh, and so, yeah. and they, so for the three kings, and, can and we to get? Be honest, it's biblical times. It's not that big a hotel. You know, they don't have that we, many rooms. Can we get three of the original kings of comedy to be the three kings? I don't <laughs> know <laughs> who's still alive. Well, I mean, wasn't like Bernie Mac was one of them, right? He's yeah. gone. Cedric, Cedric's one of them, right? Okay, uh, was was Steve Harvey in that? Only one way Let's to find look out. Up the original. <laughs> And we're talking about the original kings, not the not yeah, the, not the not, new kings of comedy. Not the new kings of comedy. Which you hear be, that, uh, Matt Koff, winner of funniest <laughs> comic in New York. You're not in this. funniest you're, Matt Koff. You're, yeah, you're a when new king. Wait, when did he win that? I didn't hear about this. Uh, oh, like super yeah, recently. It was, a big, it was a big deal. You know, he's uh, he's doing sets at the cellar now. He's really taking oh, off great. as a stand up. This is Matt Koff. I mean, it doesn't uh, surprise course. me. He's a hilarious comic. Friend of the Friend show. Of the he's, been, he's been a guest way back. Towards the uh, beginning. He's a fellow, uh, fellow cocaine friend of Josh Gondelman's, right? <laughs> he started the cocaine bit and then it got assigned to Josh somehow. And uh-huh. even though I think this is nothing but a pox on Josh's life, I think Matt is a little <laughs> like dismayed that it got taken from him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it needs to be his thing. Anyway. But where but who named him yeah. that? Uh named him what? Oh, the fifty New York's funniest stand up presented by uh at the New York Comedy Festival. Oh, I see. Oh, that's great. Okay, we got Steve Harvey, Dale Hughley, Cedric the Entertainer, and Bernie Mac. Perfect. Okay, so so it's Steve Harvey, Dale Hughley, and Cedric the Entertainer. Yeah, we, we, get, still, well, we have them. Three of them the are still kids. with us. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. God willing, when we make this movie. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's a long production. Yeah, it's not schedule. like they got some fucking tontine or some shit. No. Yeah. <laughs> now it would be ghoulish of me to say, Dan, which one do you think is going to go first? I don't. Let's not, I, let's not even no, play that game. Let's not play that game. Okay. So yeah, the three the three surviving original kings of comedy are the three kings. Now, why do they show up? Why are they there? Uh, they. And what, have, how does it happen in the story? How does it happen in the original story? So okay. In so the shepherds show up because an angel you know, comes to them and tells them, hey, go see this kid. He's the son of God. You're never going to believe this. You're not going <laughs> to believe what this kid can do. <laughs> Click here. Um, <laughs> There's a virgin gave birth to a kid and you're not going to believe what happened What next. he does next, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, but the kings, I think that they just were learned men. So like they were studying star charts. They're like, oh, okay. the stars say that there's going to be a messiah here. <laughs> Basically, okay. I think yeah, so. Sorry, I'm just Look, thinking, of, all... I'm thinking of this clickbait headline I saw today. That's yeah, that's lay it on us. <laughs> Meet Larry Bird's disgusting. <laughs> what? Why? Why? It was, it was Meet Larry Bird's disgusting wife. That that's does horrible. Not, that why? I mean, what is she not ever doing? So I mean, see, why I mean, would unless you write he's. That? A, Unless he's married to Eva Braun. Like, I don't know who, yeah, I don't yeah. know who deserves that, you know. It's terrible. It's a horrible highlight. And it's then so what happened mean. when you clicked on it? It's very mean. Yeah, I don't, I can't, I don't want to tell you, but uh, needless to say, I was shocked. <laughs> yeah. You didn't believe. Well, See, if I tell okay. you, then you won't click yourself, and I got to respect the game. Yeah. <laughs> he needs to bait you. You can give it away. Yeah. It's oh, so like, this, this is like is the ring of, They paid you. They no, paid it's like you the just, ring of clickbait. <laughs> Stuart has to get you to click oh, now, no. or else he's oh, going to die. Or I'll, no, I'll, I'll die in a week if it. I don't click on this thing and get somebody else to click on it. Yeah. Uh, okay. So she gives birth to the baby. The three kings are there yucking it up. They cannot believe They're like, you're a virgin? What? And they're telling jokes about that. And is this when um, – Joseph and Mary kind of reveal to each other. She reveals she loves him, and he reveals that he still loves her, and he's always wanted a child, but he can't have one. Is this where they kind of talk that out? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that they have to have this, you know, before the 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 miracle happens, Joseph has to realize, you know, maybe he runs to the manger from, you know, Oh, so this is the classic run to the airport Yeah, run to the airport. I imagine he took her to the manger. She went off the manger and he's got to find her. So he's running around checking mangers to see if, uh, and and like, and maybe there's a trail of animals that's following after him. He's picking up chickens and things like that. And we play highway to the manger zone on the (laughs) soundtrack. (laughs) (laughs) And and while she's in labor, she's like, I can't have this baby uh, because we can't be together because you don't have a child. And he's like, what? But- I do want to have a child, like that kind of thing, right? Exactly, exactly. They realize it's all a big misunderstanding. Maybe they kiss as the baby Jesus looks at them and goes, uh-oh, or like rolls uh, its yeah, eyes. He gives goes, a little wink like, or something. Yeah, Get yeah, a yeah, room, and they're like, we tried, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> <laughs> there was no room. Uh, they... <laughs> And I think, and that's that's a sweet. I think that wink from that wink to the camera from the baby Jesus is a super sweet way to end the movie. I don't think you need a bigger climax than that. What yeah. song? Now there's going to be an end song over the credits. It, here's the question. I think here's the Rubicon we have to cross. Is baby genius? Baby genius. Is baby Jesus going to rap this song? Are we going to have baby Jesus rapping during this? I think song? it. I I think it should be like when we watched. Uh, that look he's talking movie. And at the end, Jordy came out and sang that Christmas song. It's Christmas 
say Noel, uh, at, like while mm-hmm. marching around in that mm-hmm. Jody oh, I forgot way. Forgot about that one. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Clips of Kirstie Alley and John Travolta edited in, but uh, yeah. And so, uh, so you're saying something like that. So there's a song, a song performed by a child performer about, yeah. mm-hmm. about Christmas. And yeah. it's like it's like the Euro dance remix because you want this movie to have global appeal. <laughs> yes. Okay. I mean, it's got to be upbeat. It's got to be upbeat. Lots of energy. Joyous. You know, and yeah. so I think that all yeah. fits. This Eurobeat dance remix of a of a child performer singing a song about Christmas and Jesus. And do we have like then do we have like a montage of snapshots of their life as Jesus grows up, ending with him on the cross winking one last time? <laughs> or is that too far? Yeah. We don't we don't uh, want to be reminded that this baby was born only to die, as we all are. Yeah. And then know. and then says Jesus will return. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Well, there you go. Uh, so, so we see. Uh, you Jesus. know, what we see is we see cute things. He's changing. His, he's changing his sippy cup water into wine. He's he's raising a dead pet. That kind of his fish died, and instead of flushing it down the toilet, he brings it back to life. Yeah. And this says, yeah, Jesus will return in the passion in of the resurrection. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh yeah, so did, I forgot. Did we name the this? The passion movie? happened before he died, Elliot. Come on, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's what I'm saying. He'll return in. It, that's it's after the. Oh, I thought we're talking movie. about return is the return anyway. Oh oh uh, that, <sighs> oh so no that's at the end of the Passion of Christ. It's just say Jesus will return in the res- three, in, days. Uh, <laughs> three days. <laughs> They'll say wow Howdy. that's a tight turnaround between movies. Yeah. I feel like you're going to be cannibalizing off your own box office. Well, we shoot them at the same time as the yeah, yeah like oh, okay. the two Back to the Future movies. Yeah, you shoot them back to back. Uh, I to apologize future. to anyone who may we may have. <laughs> <laughs> well, not anyone. If you're a jerk, maybe I don't apologize to you. But I want to say, you know, I grew, I grew, I grew up. Cover your I, grew, I grew up in your. I grew up in the church. I have a lot of respect for the ideals of Christianity, even as I have trouble oh, I with you grew a lot up in a of. House. I have a trouble with a lot of organized um, religion and what uh, it gets twisted into. But uh, no, I, I I hope we didn't offend anybody. If we did, I do apologize. Just having some yucks, having some fun with the season. Uh, I think there's. I I think that I, not being Christian myself, I do find a lot of beauty and a lot of joy in the in the stories of Christianity and the faith in it and the artworks and things that reflect and represent those things. And um, I'd be a big supporter if it wasn't for all the bad stuff that that yeah, institutional there's a, there's, religion has done you know, to to my own ancestors and others. Uh, yeah. But. Uh, but I, this is all in the spirit of good fun, the spirit of the season. And so mm-hmm. I guess if these shadows hath have offended, offended, think but this and all is mended. Uh, you didn't have to listen. That's what they say at the end of Spotlight, right? <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> that would be great if that was what happened at the end of Midsummer. Puck came out and it's like, if these shadows have offended, why didn't you leave? The exit's right there. <laughs> you didn't have to stay for the whole show, losers. <laughs> Get out of here, to- snowflakes. <laughs> We've no already re- got your money. Ha! No refunds, groundlings. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's it's not in the same, that doesn't have the same eloquence as the uh as as when Puck says, Hey, if you didn't like the show, maybe you fell asleep and you dreamed it all. It's not our fault. Yeah. No, no you know, no, no, no give backs, you know. Yes. Yeah, uh, same no refunds message, but presented a little bit more politely. <laughs> yeah, slightly more politely. Uh slightly politely. That's the name of my uh that's the name of my drawing room farce. Mm-hmm. Uh Okay, well, 
happy holidays to everybody listening to this. It's Christmas in a few days. If you celebrate Christmas, I hope you have a great Christmas. If you celebrate other holidays, I hope you enjoy those holidays. If you don't celebrate any holidays, enjoy your time off. Enjoy you your know? time off. If you, if you have it, I know that everyone doesn't have it, but that's true. For if those you're, people if you're working a, through these if, holidays still, if you're a werewolf yeah. and you celebrate the holidays. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you celebrate happy Honda days, congratulations on your purchase of a new automobile. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I a had a Honda for many th- years. They're reliable cars. A lot of mm-hmm. things to be thankful for this time of year. I know this time of year can also be difficult. I hope that if you weren't offended, we provided some laughs for you. It can also be a difficult time. Uh, we are hoping to spread tidings of joy sprint. and love and good cheer and what? Yeah, we're hoping to spread to them. <laughs> and... We uh, And we thank you for this year of listening to the Flophouse. I think we have one more episode left before the year's out. Oh, actually, I think two more episodes. I know and, one more episode after this. And we have uh, something kind of uh, special oh, yeah. cooked up. The Friday after this episode, this mini drops, uh, Dan and I are going to be hosting a Flophouse holiday special Twitch stream on my uh, Stuart Wellington Flophouse Cat uh, Twitch channel. Uh, we're going to be live from Dan's kitchen, uh, starting at 9 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, yep. On, uh, uh, December 29th, Friday night. Uh, and we're going to be taking questions and they'll be saved on my Twitch channel for, I don't know, like a week or two. I don't remember. And maybe somebody special will drop by or send us a little message. Santa? We'll see. Yes, Santa. Maybe, yeah. Santa. Santa. Santa still, Dan still believes in Santa. I was about to say Santa still believes in Dan, uh, which would not be, <laughs> oh, he should. That's touching. Dan's a person. Yeah, yeah that is touching. You. So thank you everybody for listening. Thanks for a great year of Flophouse listening. And we are part of the Maximum Fun Network. Please go to MaximumFun.org to check out their other shows or to buy a Jumbotron message on our show or to buy some Flophouse merchandise if you want. Our producer is Alex Smith. Thank you, Alex, for making some kind of shape out of this mess. He goes online as Howell Doughty. He's a very talented songster and podcaster. Please enjoy his work. Please, if you like this show, leave us a positive review, five stars or more. See if you can add more than five (laughs) wherever you get your podcasts. Nothing in the rule book. (laughs) Other than... uh, Stuart and Dan will hopefully see you on Twitch and join us again next week for the Flophouse. I've been Elliot Kalen. I've been Dan McCoy. I'm Stuart Wellington. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Maximum Fun. A worker-owned network. Of artist-owned shows. Supported directly by you.